Welcome to the Illuminate Business Advisors podcast. Our mission is to help businesses improve productivity by changing the way they hire, train, and build teams. If you are a business owner or team leader, you are in the right place. If you aren't subscribed to our podcast, please do so at iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you for being here, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, this is Richard Dvorak. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Greg Schaefer. We're with Illuminate Business Advisors, and we help businesses hire the right fit, train effectively, and then build better teams and really increase team engagement. And one of the ways that we do that is by helping them with their performance management process. And today we're going to do a deep dive, and I'm going to ask Greg some questions about feedback and why it can be challenging to organizations, but how it can also be very easy and effective. So Greg, why do people not give feedback? People don't give feedback for different reasons when it's positive feedback than when it's negative or what we like to call constructive feedback. And, you know, we like to refer to it as constructive because we're not trying to be negative when we give the negative feedback. We try to be constructive. The feedback should be given in a way that builds people up and helps them be better. But there's a different set of reasons. So I've asked many, many people to think about why is it you don't give positive feedback. Usually people say things like, I don't have time, or hey, it's the person's job to do what they did well, so why should I tell them they did well, right? When it comes to the constructive messages, there's a completely different set of reasons. Most of the time, people are afraid it's going to turn into a confrontational kind of discussion, or you'll hurt the other person's feelings, or it's, there's a lot of negativity associated with constructive feedback that people fear that conflict and that whole tense situation so they just withdraw and they choose to avoid it altogether. Yeah. You know, one of the things, Greg, I appreciate you pointing out is that not all feedback is negative. That we really need to, as leaders of our teams or our employees or businesses or just as, as you know, people working together with other people, we need to give positive feedback. You know, let them know, affirm them when they're doing well. And that's very important because... I think if we don't do that, then every time we do get feedback, it's only the negative feedback. And I think in my own mind, when we say the word feedback or performance management, I bet we automatically think negative. But at the same time, we have to give constructive feedback. There are people that are going to not meet expectations or they're going to mess something up or they're going to make mistakes. So we have to be prepared to give feedback, but we need to be able to do it in a constructive way. So you said we don't want to hurt feelings. We don't want to damage relationships. So let's talk about that. How do we start approaching it to do it in a way that's constructive and positive? Well, first of all, when people say that, I like to try to dismiss that as nothing but an excuse to not do it. Because if you think about it, you don't want to hurt someone. You want to avoid confrontation so you don't say anything about something that didn't go right. Let's play that out for a couple of weeks or a couple of months on into the, to the career of the person. What's going to happen if you don't give them the constructive feedback that they need to alter their behavior and their performance in some way? What's going to happen over time? They're going to continue to do that behavior that's incorrect or that bothers other team members or whatever it is they're doing. Situations will get worse. More stress will be developed in the work environment. Uh, and in the end, something's going to happen. It'll come to a head and then there's going to be some outburst of emotions or something's going to happen. And that'll have a much bigger negative impact on that individual and on the team than if you just deal with it when it's smaller. So I like to tell people when the first infraction is small, it's easier to talk about that. 
than when it gets bigger because the stress gets higher, emotions get higher, and then when it comes to the point where you have to have the conversation, you're actually less prepared to go into it than if you start when it's small. You know, it's interesting, Greg, what you said, because you're really good at giving feedback and having what people would consider difficult conversations. So for you, I think you think about it differently. You approach it as if I'm helping this person. They need to know this so they can be successful in this role or in this career. Whereas a lot of times I think, and maybe myself included, people think of feedback as I need to get this person to do what I want them to do. So I need to have this tough conversation and not looking at it as a win-win. Would you say that's an important thing for a leader to get their mind around? They need to approach it as this is actually better for them. It's going to help them and it won't be a more difficult conversation down the road. For Like, for example, if my spouse does something that's really, really annoying and they just keep doing it and keep doing it, and I never give them a feedback early on, 